It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a very magical show today, as I have with me my returning diva, Deb Matlock. And her and I are going to start off 2024 by chatting about magic and the wildness of the winter season. Oh my, is this going to be one magical show. So Deb, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Oh, I'd be happy to, yes. And my name is Deb Matlock, as Joyce just said, and I'm coming to you from Colorado, which is, as we speak this morning, a little snowy here, a little wintry. And I offer a series of nature connection programs. I have a business called Wild Rhythms, and I do practitioner trainings for people who want to create their own signature body of nature connection work. And then I also offer retreats and workshops and other programs for folks to explore their deep and sacred connection to earth, animals, and the world of spirit. Oh, wow. Oh, Deb, you you are a very, very busy, busy woman, and all of it revolves around the nature, animals, and all of it, just putting it all together and uh, seeing how we are all in that full circle web. I love it. So our topic today just goes right in to what you are doing on a daily basis to help make the world a better place by educating people on the connection and the deepness that goes in with the nature and all the animals. So how how would you like to start off? What are some thoughts that you have on the magic and the wildness of this winter season? You know, I'm so excited about this topic, and, and actually I want to start with a story. Just this morning I was out shoveling snow off my driveway, and I was thinking about our, our call here. And as I went, I walked out, there were so many little tracks, squirrels and I think maybe some mice, maybe the neighborhood cats that roam around. And I, I stood there looking at my driveway. With, we had just a dusting of snow, you know, maybe an, a little less than an inch. And mm-hmm. it was like this story a story of who was going where and who was following who. And, and you know, I think about things like, like seeing those tracks. You know that all of those animals probably walk through my driveway all the time. But if there's not snow on the ground, I don't often see their tracks. I don't often get to know that they're there in the same way. I don't get to witness the story. And so I stood there and I kind of shoveled around the tracks because I didn't want to get rid of all those cute little tracks. And, you know, but it was just, it made me have this moment of, of just another reminder that, you know, there are a lot of beings in our communities that, you know, we maybe don't even think about. Because I certainly wasn't thinking about the mice and the, the squirrels first thing this morning when I got up. 
I was focusing on feeding my animals and getting the day started and planning out my schedule. And, and then I walk outside, and here's this little gift of magic from the winter, you know, because of the snow. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things I think about with, with seasons and, 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 like, this wildness and magic concept is, is there's just so much opportunity for us to be curious and observe you know, things that wouldn't look the same. In summer, I won't, I won't be able to see that same story on my driveway. It just won't be there. Oh, I so hear you because I, it just brings up my thoughts on the last few days. We had a beautiful, beautiful snow here about three days ago. It just was falling so peacefully. There was no wind. And the kitties, they were just having a blast in it. They were running and jumping in it, and then they'd kind of slide in it, and they'd take their paws and make little balls because it was really wet, and then they'd roll them around to each other. And they were just they were just having so much fun. And I thought, I, I don't get to see that in other seasons. Or if we wouldn't have had the snow that morning and such a beautiful snow and it wasn't real cold and... They were they were just having so much fun, and I just I just watched them for quite a while. I was feeding my horses and trying to get everybody fed out there, but I had to take the time and stop and just see the magic that they were seeing in that beautiful snowfall, where some other the some of the humans were grumbling about, oh, this is this is a more mess, and oh man, why do we have to get more snow? And I'm going. We just need to stop and look at the magic that is really in it. And the animals are, to me, a perfect one that show us on especially days like that of the magic that is in that snowfall and how much fun they were having in it. And the birds were just going through the trees, just singing away. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this, it, it, it was just magical. There's no other way to describe it but the magic that was in that snowfall that it brought to the animals. Oh, and I think you bring up a really great point, which is you mentioned, you know, stopping to take the time to notice that. Mm-hmm. And I think that mm-hmm. that's like the, the the most wise way to explore, you know, when the seasons change or when we're having, you know, like there's a snowfall and there's a, a very you know distinct part of a certain season, like winter, you know, giving that, a little bit of time noticing it and saying, you know, this is worth it in my busy day, all the things on my to-do list. It's worth it for my soul, for my sense of sacred connection to the world around me, for my sense of awe and mystery and all the things to, to just take a moment and, and just revel in it and notice it and and know that whether it's 30 seconds or three hours or however long that moment becomes, you know, that it's, it's so worth the time. It's absolutely worth the time. And dare I say it might be one of the most important things that we can do on any given day is to take that kind of time and just notice. Notice the beauty and the magic. Oh, oh and I so agree. And for myself, it just renews my soul. It just gives me energy. and just It makes me look at life in a whole different way when I take those few minutes to just see the magic that the animals are seeing in it. And it just, it puts a smile on your face and you're like, oh my goodness, they're out here in it and they're loving it. And my my little girl, my dog, she was just having a blast, my puppy. She's seven months old now and she loves snow. 
she loves to put her nose down in it and run. And it is so cute. And her face comes up all covered. And she's just happy as can be. And it's just taking that time to let it, like I said, it just renews my soul. It gives me some energy. And it's like, oh, my goodness, the animals see all this beauty in it. And even the baby calves, they were running and jumping. It was like, oh, my goodness, we're playing in the snow. <laughs> it was it was just magic is what was happening in it. There's just so many ways that you can see that magic. And even if you're not around all the animals, just looking at the trees because they were just gorgeous. And I'm looking out my window now and there's just the light dusting of snow on them. And it's just like they're, it's almost like the snow is a blanket to them. And, it is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's also one of those ways, um, like you mentioned, it kind of being a balm to your soul and uplifting your soul. And and I know that sometimes it's it's taking the moment to notice those magical, beautiful things that allow me, you know, that help me figure out how to deal. You know, if I'm, for example, driving in Denver traffic in Colorado and there's a lot of snow and the roads are very messy and it's stressful, I don't enjoy that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that <laughs> looking at the beauty of snow is going to make me love driving on those kind of roads. But, um, you know, it can help. It can help. I'm stopped at a red light, and I really would rather be home, but I'm not yet. And I can stop for a minute, and I can see, you know, is there a little bit of sun glittering through that makes the snow look like sparkling diamonds? Or, or maybe there's not snow, but maybe it's just the clouds and the lighting. You know, and I think that that's something that... Um, a lot of places get very kind of cloudy, darkish sort of winters, and that can get rough at times. But if we allow ourselves to also look at the beauty of those light shifts, even if the sun isn't shining brightly, this, the shadows and the way that the, the clouds are forming and moving, sometimes it can just help us take that moment of, of pause and, and that deep breath and a little moment of awe and wonder um, can, can, like you say, can really help our souls, can really help our, our nervous systems, can, can allow us to go, okay, I can, I can be patient with, this, with the road and drivers driving too fast or, you know, whatever it is that's going on. Um, it can it sort of help us keep our grounding in, in amongst all those daily life activities. Oh, oh yes, and how true that is. Because when you said that about the glimpse of sunshine and that is so true because on a cloudy day and all at once you see just a little a little ray of sunshine coming through and just focus on what it shines on and how that just glistens and how it shines so beautiful so i i've seen that so much lately because we've had quite a few cloudy days with snowfall and different things and it is just beautiful when that sun just breaks through and gives that little glimpse of hope that there will be sunshine again. And it's like, okay, the sun is just letting us know. It is it is up there. It is back there. Just keep your hope up. It's all coming. And just feeling that way. And even in the mornings sometimes we'll have a beautiful sunrise. But it's very short-lived. Or in the evening, a beautiful sunset that you... If you don't look at the right time, you won't see it because it's been so overcast and cloudy. But it is still there. And to me, it's showing us hope that for for everything, you that's how I look at it. 
because it shines through just a little bit or shows us just that glimpse of beauty, and that is just a glimpse of hope for whatever you're dealing with or whatever challenges in life you're facing. Just look for that glimpse of hope. Oh, you just gave me chills when you were saying that. Um, yeah, those those glimpses of hope, and, and there are all these just precious moments in time. You know, it's it's like, you know, you're, you're maybe standing in a parking lot looking at a tree, you know, in the median on the way into the grocery store, and maybe there's just something that catches your eye, whether it's it's a, a, a bird or a, a snow or, or just a light or, or the breeze making the leaves move a certain way or whatever it is. Um, it's a glimpse of hope and it's a moment in time. Like there's never going to be another leaf that moves that same way ever anywhere on the world. You know, it's, it's like we are witnessing these sacred little miracle moments every second of every day. And if we allow ourselves that opportunity to to take that time to notice those glimpses, you know, it's just, um, I know for me personally, it helps me feel like I'm rooting myself in a larger mystery. It helps me kind of take my daily dramas or the things that I'm worried about. Not that those things aren't important, of course, but it just helps me go, okay, wait a minute. It's, there's, there's a bigger story here. There's a bigger story and I'm just a part of it. That's all. You know, so maybe I'm frustrated with the insurance company or maybe this or that, you know. But it's like that's just a teeny part of the story, you know. But there's also this magic and these miracles. And I think the the seasons can really show us that. And, and like, winter, you know, can be one that it strips us bare sometimes. You know, it's cold. It's dark. It's it's um It takes more energy to do the things that we normally do, you know. All of those things, it takes us down to a, a place of, of um maybe essence in a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, how true that is. And I think of I think of all the nature out there like at the with the trees and how they're they're out there and like I said the snow seems like a blanket on them. Their leaves are gone. So, they're just out there in the weather. But they to me they even give me hope because they know in the springtime again they will have leaves again to cover them with that beauty. And for us, in personal experience with the trees, I just love them year-round because they provide such beautiful windbreak from those cold winds in the wintertime. And they they give us so much. I think about them all the time because we also burn wood in the house. And I think, okay, when the tree has served its purpose for so many different things in this web of life and their life is done, then they come in and they provide heat for my home. So it is just amazing when you start to look at how nature is evolving around with us and everything that it offers us and the hope. It's just like when we're getting low on wood and there's we have a tree that has no longer is alive and now he they give us hope to bring heat back into the home. So I, that just kind of came to my mind as I was looking out here at the trees and the beauty that they offer and everything they provide during their lifetime. It's just, it's amazing. It is just amazing. <laughs> well, and I love, you know, um, trees as a winter conversation too because one of my favorite things here in Colorado in the winter is to look at the cottonwoods that are normally just so covered in leaves and, you know, really hard to see their structure. But in the winter when the leaves fall, 
they they're like these dancers reaching you can see these shapes of their trunks and their their branches just twisting and reaching and turning and and i I remember once walking I was walking in, in more of a prairie part of Colorado, and the cottonwoods like to be by the creeks you know they they're like they like their roots wet, you know, and so mm-hmm. I could see this string of cottonwood trees and but it was winter, so there were no leaves, but it looked like this group of dancers just swirling and reaching towards the sky. And all of this beautiful, beautiful internal structure that is really hard to see other seasons is so visible in the winter because, because they've been stripped down, like we were just talking. You know, it's like they're down to the essence. And it's one of my favorite times to hang out amongst the trees because it's just, it's just the, the wisdom and the, the stories that the branches tell and the directions of their growth and, you know, how this part broke off and this part compensated and grew up. and You know, it's like there's just such a story to be told. And one of the magics of winter for me is, is when the deciduous trees don't have leaves anymore. So I love that you just brought that up. Well, and I, I love how you said that you can see their trunks and how their branches, because I was just out in our pasture. We have a pasture along a creek, and there's lots of trees. And, oh, my goodness, I looked up, and I... As many years as I've lived here, and I'd never seen how this tree was shaped up at the very top. It was like there was this great big another trunk part of it going off and creating a whole bunch more branches. And I'm going, oh, man, that is just beautiful. It is just magnificent on how they can do that. It is, I just, I love it. So, yes, I love to see the trees in their essence in the wintertime and just look at all the beauty that they have from the from the bottom of the earth going up and everything that they provide then as the birds are flying through those branches and it is it is just beautiful but yes trees trees are magical they are just a magnificent part of nature with how they are formed and each one i feel is different there i no two are ever alike because they don't they don't grow up the same. The branches aren't in the same place. And when you stop and think about that, of all the trees that are in this universe, and each one is created differently, it is it is just mag- magnificent trees. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, you know, what you just said, it's like, yeah, intellectually I know, yeah, all the trees are different in the whole world, and there's never two that are the same. But on an emotional level, even just hearing you say that, just now gave my heart a skip because it is so it is to me such an example of the miracle of of life you know and and Mm -hmm. we're not any different you know we all have similar structures but we're all different our structures are going to be different you know so while while the trees have the roots and the trunk and the branches and the bark and the you know there's very similar structures that make the trees function but yet each one is so unique and, and so powerfully wild in its own way and and I think that, you know, as humans, we're the same way. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, the magic of a season can be to help us sort of see what that is. How do we feel in this season? How do we, what do we find that we're attracted to in winter, for example? You know, like you and I are talking about trees. For somebody else, it might be, you know, um, waterfowl that migrates through their town, uh, you know. And, you know, what is it that pulls our attention and, and how does that impact and inform our sense of ourselves as wild beings because the seasons impact us too not all the same way either right oh yes i think the seasons impact humans each one in a different way and 
like you said with the birds also, I, geese. I'm always seeing geese fly over, and I hear them before they're coming. And I love them, too. I love to watch them up in the sky. And they're to me, they're just serenading me as they go over, and I thank them for serenading me as they flew over me. So, But, oh, it is just... <laughs> It is just taking the time. I really feel the important step is taking the time to find the beauty and the magic in each and every season. And sometimes I think winter can be the little bit harder one to find it in because it is darkness, it is cold, and yeah. But it's still, there is so much beauty out there if you just take those moments to see it. Yeah, and I think it's sometimes like what you just said, you know, we have to sort of push ourselves a little bit. Some of us, now I know some people who winter is their their season. You know, they're skiers, mm-hmm. they're snowshoers. I mean, as soon as the snow falls, they're outside as much as possible. You know, I tend to be somebody who's a little cold, you know, and as much as I love winter, even this morning I, I was like, oh, I need to go shovel, oh, burr, you know, and I was bundling <laughs> all up. And, and then as soon as I got outside and got greeted with all of those beautiful animal tracks, it just felt so worth it. It felt mm-hmm. like, okay, this is this is why. This is why it's worth it to say, okay, what's my comfort zone? And can I push it a little bit, honor it? I mean, I bundled up. I do get very cold, you know. I, I can't just run out there and shovel without gloves on or something, you know. My neighbor was doing that. And I thought, man, I would be losing fingers if we were, you know. <laughs> but he was fine, you know. We waved. He had no glove on. I, I waved with my big glove on. And, um, you know, but finding those those little moments where we can say, okay, I'd really love to just stay here, but maybe checking with ourselves is that what i should do or should i get up and go and look at the sky tonight it's chilly i'm going to see my breath as i breathe but what crisp beautiful evening is it going to be that i'm going to be seeing and witnessing even just for a few minutes and just maybe encouraging ourselves to to step out of our comfort zones just a little once in a while oh oh how true that is and when you said going out and looking at the sky the stars the stars are another one that is just magnificent to me. I love to look up at the stars and just see because all of them are so different. And they're always, it's just how they're grouped together and how they shine. And it is it is just beautiful. And sometimes in the wintertime when it is cold, it's almost like they shine brighter. And that's probably just my imagination because I, I'm like, okay, I'm very cold. I'm always cold, so I'm bundled up whenever I'm outside. And I sometimes think my animals laugh at me because they're like, why does it take you so long to get outside and why do you have all them clothes on? We're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can relate. My dogs will get, they'll start jumping up and down like, wow, we're ready to go and you're still putting on snow pants and boots? Like, what is your... I know. I I'm, I just know my animals are laughing at me because they're like, oh, goodness, girl. <laughs> I, I said, well, I'm just not created like you. I, I don't handle the cold like you guys do. You guys adapt so well. <laughs> exactly. And then, of course, we're the ones out there watching and making sure that they stay warm, you know. So my one dog that gets very excited, he gets cold pretty fast, you know. So I'm picking him up and putting him back in the house and you know, he's a little guy, and he came from a rescue in, in a much warmer part of the country, and, you know, Colorado is, yeah. is a shock. But he still <laughs> loves to go out and play in it. He loves to just push his nose in it and chew on the snow, and, you know, and I think it's all about that. Where can we find the joy in the season that's in front of us? Where can we find our way of connecting and knowing that our way doesn't have to look like anybody else's? 
You know, I see a thousand and one memes going through Facebook this time of year about winter, what it's supposed to look like. We're supposed to feel a certain way. We're supposed to go inward and we're supposed to, and you know, reflect and we're supposed to, you know, pare back on our activities. And that may be the case for somebody. And then somebody else may have exactly the opposite, very natural response to winter. And I think that what's really exciting is for us to dig into it for ourselves and say, you know, how do I relate? How do I connect? How do I find the magic and the mystery and the wildness in in, in winter? You know, what feels right for me, what natural for me? Oh, that is so true. And I, I, I love how you put that, how do I find the magic in it? And that's for each individual person. You and I have shared different ways that we find the magic in it and maybe sparked a thought in someone else. But each one has to experience that magic for themselves because the way I feel it and the way you feel it may be totally different than the way someone else sees the magic in it. So I love how you said that. How do I find the magic in the seasons? Oh, that is that is so beautiful because it is so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't let Facebook memes tell us how to feel in our connection exactly. to wild nature. We just can't. <laughs> no, you know, no, we, we can't. We can resonate. If we resonate, great. But if if we feel differently, it, it needs to be okay because it is okay. There's a lot of mm-hmm. animals out there that winter is their, is their jam, <laughs> you know, like they love mm-hmm. it. I have a husky living mm-hmm. down the street, and he has never been happier than than he is in the winter. <laughs> you know, he does not want to curl up in a cocoon. He wants to go out and rock and roll. You know, it's like <laughs> he loves it. He's enjoying it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Deb, as I knew, this show would go so quickly talking about the winter season. And before we close this show, would you please share with all of our listeners how the best ways are to connect with you? Absolutely. I would love to connect and chat further. People are welcome to go to my website at wild-rhythms.com. I also have a Facebook group called Sacred Connection, Earth, Animals, and Spirit. And if somebody's interested, a Facebook user, welcome to join that. Um, lots of different articles and videos and inspiration you know, people share in there, so it's kind of a nice place. Um, but people are very welcome to reach out. So feel free, y'all, just to, to connect, and um, we can always chat further. Oh, thank you so for sharing that, because when they hear this magical show that we talked about the winter season and want to connect further, they will know how to connect with you, Deb. And I want to thank you so much for this wonderful show, and I want to wish you a magical day and magical times ahead in Colorado until we chat again next month. Awesome. Thank you, and to you as well. Thank you so much, Deb. And with that, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our absolutely incredible diva, Deb Matlock. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And remember what her and I talked about today. We just gave you some ideas to find the magic and the wildness in the winter season. But the key is, how do each individual one of you find that magic? And remember, there is no right way, there is no wrong way. It's just how you find the magic in it. And with that, 
I wish each of you to find the magic in this winter season. Have a magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share all your love with them as they so deserve it. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.